the second half here from Raymond James Stadium as the Bulldogs with a little squib kick, a little pop-up kick on the opening kick of the second half, pooching it left to right, and it's caught at the 35-yard line for South Florida by Randall St. Felix, one of their wide receivers who didn't really advance it very far whatsoever. And so the ball will be spotted around the 35, I think. Tim Rich, the official, just said that even a fair catch was uh, richly called for. So they'll spot it where uh, he caught it is what it sounded like. As the referee, Mike, is not tied up into our board like it's supposed to be to uh, to hear him cleanly. So South Florida will begin their first possession here of the second half at the 35-yard line, traveling right to left, leading by two touchdowns. McLeod back at the quarterback position. He's in the gun to begin. He'll take the snap. And he'll hand it off to his back with a big hole up the middle, in between the tackles, sprinting into Siddell territory, up the left sideline, inside the 40, inside the 30. It's a big run for Kelly Joyner, who's eventually valeted out of bounds on the near side around the 15-yard line. And Joyner on the first play of scrimmage from the uh, for the second half, they're actually going to back it up and spot at the 24. But Joyner breaking free for the big run. Give him 41 yards on the opening play of the second half. First and 10 for the Bulls. Now they're going to screen it. Left side for St. Felix. And St. Felix, without much running space, he caught it right at the line of scrimmage. Could not advance it any further. Up the left side, and he's tackled almost immediately by Chris Beverly. They'll actually give him a loss of a yard. So it's second and 11 for the Bulls at the Citadel 25 to start the third quarter. South Florida already leading by two touchdowns. McLeod in the gun, two receivers right, two left. McLeod takes the waist-high snap, play action, throws over the middle, incomplete pass on the slant as he threw it behind his intended target, Bryce Miller. Miller. And he'll bring up third and 11 for South Florida. So here's a chance for the Bulldogs to try to get off the field on the first possession of the second half with a third and 11 for the Bulls at the Citadel 25. Now getting off the field in this scenario would also most likely mean a field goal try for South Florida. But at this point... That's one of the better scenarios possible. McLeod on third and 11, drops back to throw. Screen pass left side. It's caught with nowhere to go. It's going to go for a loss back around the 27 as the wide receiver caught it on the left side of the field. Couldn't advance it any further and got spun down. St. Felix, the second screen pass to St. Felix here on the possession. Neither one going anywhere. This time St. Felix losing two yards, and it'll be a field goal try for the Bulls from 44 yards away. So South Florida with a field goal try, kicking it towards the uprights to our left from the left hash, 44 yards out for Spencer Schrader. This will be the longest field goal of his career if he puts it through. The kick up to our left is fading, and it is no good. Wasn't all that close either for Schrader, who has never had a field goal longer than 34 yards. And on kicks of more than 30 yards, he's now just two out of eight. He missed that one, and the Bulldogs' defense holds on the opening possession as South Florida comes up empty, and the Citadel will get it back. 13-19 to go, third quarter, trailing 20-6. to Well, I tell you, Luke, I was sitting, I was standing right down there with him for five to seven minutes watching him kick it from almost the same exact spot that he just hit that one from, and I think I saw him knock through about six or seven in a row. So I think it might be those six inches of turf between his ears that uh, gives him the uh, most trouble. Uh, with a little bit longer field goals. Not his leg. He's got plenty of leg. Bulldogs with the stop. 
And the Citadel will have it when we come back. 13-19 to go, third quarter. And the Citadel trailing 20-6. We'll have their first possession of the half when we return. After this word from your local sponsors right here on the Citadel Sports Network. During this pandemic, all companies will be trying to save money. The office people are here to help. Does your copier lease cost more than your car payment? Have you thought about replacing your office printers and copiers with newer, faster, even less expensive models? With over 20 years of guiding and educating their customers in the business technology industry, you can count on the office people to give you the most helpful tips to cut costs. Contact the office people today and save up to 30% on your copier costs. Call 843-769-7774 or visit theofficepeople.com to schedule a virtual appointment. With HomeSmart from Home Telecom, you get the peace of mind of 24-7 security monitoring with the convenience of home automation starting at just $34.99 a month. Get smart control of lights, locks, appliances, thermostat, and more. No matter where you are, the power is in your hands. We call that home, away from home. Right now, save $50 on our most popular equipment package with free SkyBell doorbell. HomeSmart, home automation and security from Home Telecom. Visit homesc.com to learn more. South Florida coming up empty on their opening possession of the second half as the Bulls took the opening kick, traveled 39 yards, getting down to the Citadel 25 and could not convert on the missed field goal. 13-19 to go in the second half, first possession this quarter for the Bulldogs as they trail 20-6. to That was a big stop, Luke. You heard uh, kid Coach Brent Thompson, he was really frustrated at halftime, just said if we can get a stop on this first one, we got a chance to come back and do something. So you got your stop. Now let's see what we're going to do offensively. First and 10 at the 26. The Bulldogs are putting together a pretty good possession prior to the end of the first half, but due to the lack of time and timeouts, had to settle for a field goal try. That hit the left upright on the final play of the opening half was no good for their freshman kicker. And so Citadel will try to finish off a drive. They have not done that tonight. Three field goal attempts. One fumble, two punts, and no touchdowns yet for the Bulldogs, trailing by two touchdowns here, just starting the second half. Bulldogs will begin first and 10 at their own 26, traveling left to right in the white jersey tops. Gray pants, Rainey up under center on first down. Three men in the backfield with him. Option left side for Rainey. He's going to toss it to White. White gets a block, lowers the shoulder, crosses the 30, and he tumbles ahead to the 33 for a nice pickup to begin on first down with seven yards. Much better job on the lead block that time. Cooper Wallace out there took out the corner, gave him running room, able to pick up that six or seven on first down that we need. Second and three for the Citadel, their own 33. One receiver in each direction for Rainey up under center. Three men in the backfield with him. He'll go to the B-back, Brat, who gets tripped up immediately at the line of scrimmage and stumbles to the 34 for a pickup of one yard. It will prompt a third and two for the Citadel. Brock has struggled tonight. He has run into that pile quite a few times, had a hard time bouncing off of it. Brings up third and two. At the 34. The Citadel, six out of 11 on third downs in the opening half. Here's their first of quarter number three. Third and two for the Bulldogs at their own 34. Base formation for the Citadel. Rainey up under center. Sends a man in motion. He'll take the snap. He'll keep it himself. Moving between the tackles. Grinding up towards the first down marker as he crossed the 35. And they'll give him the first down up to the 37 for Rainey as he converts on his own. Good tough run that time by Brandon. 
saw the opening, was able to turn it up and get his shoulders square just enough to pick up that first down. Pickup of three for Rainey. He's the Bulldogs' leading rusher with 46 yards tonight. First and 10 for the Citadel at their own 37. High formation for the Bulldogs. And Rainey fakes the hands off to Logan Brott, the fullback, and then he's sacked in the backfield. Rainey gets Rainey dropped for a loss on the play. And that will back up the Bulldogs for a second and long. And yes, folks, you heard correctly. That was the I formation. Uh, being as thin as we are at that A-back position. Uh, Brent had mentioned that he might have to go to some I formation. A lot of the same principles, just different blocking schemes. Backfired right there, though. First career sack for Blake Green, the senior from Bradenton, Florida, getting his first sack of the quarterback. Second and 12 for the Citadel, back in the I formation. Option left side, they're going to toss it to White. White gets the perimeter. Ball's knocked out, but it's going to roll out of bounds as White tumbles into his own sideline, left end of the field. Able to get back to the original line of scrimmage and then a yard on top of it. So give him three up to the 38, but it will be third and nine for the Bulldogs. South Florida wide defenders doing a nice job of making tackles tonight. That's one of the biggest differences we've seen in the ballgame. They've been able to make our first guy miss quite a bit, and we haven't been able to do that with them. Now big third and long. 10.38 to go, third quarter. The Bulldogs with a third and nine at their own 38. Rainey under center. Takes the snap. Option right side. Rainey's going to try to keep it himself. Jukes one man, cut to the and center of the Rainey field, and fell ahead up. to the 39-yard line for a pickup of a yard, if that. It's fourth and long, and the Citadel will have to punt it away for the third time tonight. Right now it looks like they've got about 13 of them out there defending against us because there seems to be a green jersey everywhere we're trying to go. Brandon with nothing happening there. Had to eat it. AJ Sales. Campbell takes a high snap. He gets the punt off. Sales calling for a fair catch as he backpedals and hauls it in at his own 14-yard line. So a punt of 47 yards for Matt Campbell. Backing up the Bulls inside their own 20. South Florida will begin... Right around the 15-yard line when we come back. 9.52 to go, third quarter. Neither team able to score in their opening possessions of the second half. South Florida with the possession and a 20-6 lead. As we pause for this word from your local sponsors right here on the Citadel Sports Network. If it's a car in a ditch or a car with funny noises under the hood, make that one call to fix it all. Call Toby at Coastal Automotive in Awendong, a full-service preventive and auto repair center that also offers affordable towing service. Coastal Automotive. From the beaches to the far reaches of the low country, when it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Rush to Jones Ford in North Charleston to save on your next newer pre-owned vehicle and trust the family with over 100 years of experience to care for your vehicle at our state-of-the-art service and collision center. When it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Jones Ford in North Charleston at the corner of Rivers and Remount, just off I-26, exit 211A. Visit us online at jonesford.com kicking chicken in your car kicking chicken at the bar kicking chicken from afar kicking chicken six feet apart winter spring summer fall from the coolest doctor of them all kicking chicken safe and social since 1997 
9.52 to go, third quarter. South Florida leading the Bulldogs 20-6. Both teams coming up empty on their opening possessions of the second half, and the Citadel now 0 for 3 on third and longs tonight, such as that last one on that last possession. Before we go any further here from Tampa, Florida, let's pause for 10 seconds for station identification coast-to-coast and worldwide across the Citadel Sports Network. Sports Radio 1450, WQNT Charleston. Part of the Charleston Sports Radio Network, the Low Country's number one home for sports. So South Florida will have a first and 10 at their own 15 following the nice 46-yard punt officially from Matt Campbell. And the Bulls with a 14-point lead, leading 20-6. to Beginning their second possession here of the second half. And the Bulldogs' offense has been stalling out of lately. As you mentioned during the commercial break, it'd be nice if the Citadel defense can make some sort of game-changing play. Yeah, a turnover here would be huge. It would change all the momentum of the game. I think if you can get it within a one-score game, then all the pressure reverts back to them. Right now, they're just kind of freewheeling it. South Florida will begin at their own 15-yard line. Two receivers right, one left Noah as they Johnson travel right to left for you. For Noah Johnson back in at the quarterback position for the second drive of his evening. It'll be a quarterback draw on first down. He sneaks up the middle in between his two tackles up to the 19 for a pickup of four on first down for Johnson. Johnson, I don't know his background, but appears to like to run the football a lot, or at least the coaching staff likes to call for that. Does a nice job when he's got it in his hands. He had over 1,000 rushing yards in 2018 at Alcorn State. Certainly a dual threat as he's in the gun on second and six. Quick pass, left side, and trying to make a staggering catch and doing so around the 25-yard line close to the sticks. Pass complete to number 84. That was Xavier, Xavier Weaver. Weaver with his first catch of the night. Picks up the first Not down with a completion pass. of six. First nice down. catch right USF. on the first down marker. It was a wounded duck, but he got it out to him. First and 10 for the Bulls at their own 25. Johnson in the gun, two receivers in each direction, but he'll hand it off to his back instead and making a couple of guys miss as Johnny Ford Johnny shifting Ford across the, the line, spinning up to the 29-yard line. Pick up a four for Ford. It'll be second and six for South Florida. Well, Ford just turned about a negative two-yard rush into a four-yard game. Really shifty little back. Second and six for the Bulls at their own 29. Johnson in the gun. Ford to his left, two receivers right, St. Felix out wide left. Johnson in the gun, arms extended, takes the snap at the chest, stands in a clean pocket, twirls it over the center of the field, and it's caught in between the hashes at the 35, and Bryce Miller takes it up to the 39 for an 11-yard pitch and catch and a first down conversion for the Bulls. This little hitch route right between the linebackers, good throw by the quarterback, able to pick up another first down. The Bulls continue with this no-huddle offense like we've seen all night. First and 10 at their own 39. Three receivers left, one right. Johnson in the gun, running back to his left. Right foot in front of his left. Johnson takes the snap. Play action, quick throw, right side. It's through the hands of the receiver. Running a slant towards the center of the field. And Dukes unable to haul it in. It's an incomplete pass, second and 10 for the Bulls. Our defender actually broke to the outside on that one. The quarterback led him to the inside. Fortunate that ball bounced off his hands. Second and 10, following the first incomplete pass for Johnson tonight on three tries. Line of scrimmage is the 39 for the Bulls, working from the left hash, traveling right to left across your dial. 
Two receivers left and right for Johnson. He's in the gun. Takes the snap. He'll sweep it left with Ford. Ford gets the perimeter, gets to the perimeter, and is dragged out of bounds into the Bulls' sideline here on the near side of Raymond James Stadium. Up at the 43, Willie Eubanks with the stop after a pickup of four yards. It'll be third and six. Yeah, Willie going sideline to sideline that time, coming from that middle linebacker position and forcing him out of bounds after only a gain of four. Big third down right here to try to get off the field. Eubanks second on the Bulldogs with now six tackles tonight, only trailing Sean Thomas Faulkner. Third and six for the Bulls at their own 43. Johnson up to the line, communicating with his lineman. Two receivers left and right. Johnson in the gun. Running back to his left. Johnson, arms extended, takes the snap. Third down, back to throw. Quick pass to the left sideline. It's caught at midfield for the first down. And the Bulls convert as they take it into Citadel territory. And it was Randall St. Felix with the conversion. First down for the Bulls. Well, look, they're just taking exactly what we're giving them, playing really soft on the corners and giving them that little five, six, seven-yard hitch route. He's just throwing a little pitch and catch action. First and ten for the Bulls at the Citadel 49. Two receivers left and right. They're going to run a screen pass here to the right side. And bobbling but making the catch is Bryce Miller as he then makes a beeline to the right sideline, angling out of bounds around the Citadel 45-yard line after a pickup of four. It'll be second and six. I'd be interested in whether that's credited as a pass or a run. It was almost a lateral. Second and five at the 45. So second and six for the Bulls at the 45. It is officially a run for Bryce Miller and a backwards pass completed by Johnson. On second down, Johnson looking to throw. Now he's going to step up. Oh, scramble. He tucks the football, running between the numbers, and dives ahead to the 42-yard line for a pickup of three. He'll make it third and two. All right, once again, another opportunity to get off the field right here. The problem is they're running the ball so effectively on us, it's hard for us to dial up a lot of blitz pressure. See what we try to do right here. 185 rush yards for the Bulls tonight, averaging nearly eight yards. Per carry, third and two. Johnson takes the snap. They'll run it again, handing it off to Ford, shifting to his left, and he's brought down in the backfield. May have gotten back to the line of scrimmage. It was actually Joyner carrying the football, and he was strung out to the left with no gain, bringing up a fourth and three. Fourth and three. Looks like they're going to go for it, though. No movement on the sideline like the punting team's coming in, so Dog's got to get positioned here quickly. We've got an uncovered receiver out far right. The Bulls were stopped on their only fourth down try earlier tonight. That was back in the first quarter. Fourth and three at the Citadel 43. The Bulls leading by 14. Three receivers right, one left for Johnson. Joyner, the running back, to his left. Johnson takes the snap, and the play is blown dead immediately. I think the play clock expired or was about to, so the Bulls used the timeout. Timeout, USL, the first of the half. Now, before the delay of game, South Florida getting their first timeout in and saving themselves the penalty prior to a fourth and three at the Citadel 43. Well, hopefully that timeout will come back to bite them like us wasting one after a uh, a change of possession uh, in that second quarter came back to bite us, not having that timeout late in the uh, half. Critical that the dogs get off the field right here, though, and find a way to get the offense back on the field and try to get some points. The timeout turns into a media timeout, so we'll take it with them. 5.27 to go in the third quarter. South Florida leading 20-6 with the football and a big fourth and three upcoming at the Bulldogs. Bulldog fans, this is Luke Morrow. When we return here on the Citadel Sports Network. Bulldog fans, this is Luke Morrow for the Citadel Brigadier Foundation. You're already a member. Thank you. 
But if you're an alum, friend, or fan of the Citadel who has yet to join, well, they'd love to talk to you about the benefits of supporting Citadel athletics. Did you know the Citadel Brigadier Foundation is the only way Citadel raises money for athletic scholarships? Membership includes benefits to all sports at the Citadel, but best of all, it's about the student-athletes getting a Citadel education. So give them a call to find out more at 953-5277. That's 953-5277. This is former South Carolina quarterback Perry Orth, and I'm ready to call your next insurance play. My team at Brown & Brown has you covered for anything life throws your way. Delivering comprehensive solutions, we protect what you value most. Call me, Perry Orth, to find your gap in coverage today at 803-995-5974. That's 803-995-5974. Five thirty to go, third quarter with South Florida leading the Citadel twenty to six, and a big fourth down play upcoming here for South Florida as they have a fourth and three at the Citadel forty-three, already leading by two touchdowns, and the Bulls zero for one on fourth down tonight. The Bulldogs defense will try to get off the field. The Citadel defense last year very good on fourth downs. Their opponents converting. 45% of the time, which was the second best fourth down defense in the Southern Conference in 2019. And the Citadel will try to keep that going into 2020, needing a crucial stop here against South Florida in the later stages already of the third quarter. South Florida had to use the timeout to avoid a delay a game. And so the Bulls with two timeouts remaining. And coming out of the timeout, we'll have a fourth and three with Noah Johnson currently running the quarterback position in his second snap. Or I should say his second possession of the night. And it's been a long possession. Ten plays already for the Bulls traveling 42 yards. And using up nearly four and a half minutes. And the Citadel defense as they head back out onto the field. They hope this drive does not extend any further. Uh, a little bit of a little bit of trickery there for South Florida. They ran the offense out, and they turned around and ran back quickly. Citadel able to get the punt return team on. Yeah, so the Bulls will actually punt after all. Maybe wasted a timeout in the process. Could have just taken the delay. Here's a fair catch call for inside the 10. It all works out for the Bulls in the end as they fair catch pin the, bull, uh, the uh, Bulldogs back. And it's first and 10, the Citadel a punt. The 10 of 34 yards for Trent Schneider, putting it inside the 10 for the Bulldogs. The Citadel will begin around their own 10-yard line, trailing by two touchdowns. I don't I don't quite get that strategy. You got an All-American uh, type punter. Why wouldn't you just take the five-yard penalty there, save the timeout if you're gonna punt it anyway? Maybe he just changed his mind in the middle of the timeout. Jeff Scott, first-time head coach, trying to win his first ever game as head coach tonight, 39-year-old former Offensive coordinator for the Clemson Tigers. In fact, Jeff Scott's first ever football game was at Johnson Haygood Stadium to watch the Bulldogs back in the early 80s when his father was coaching there. First and 10 for the Citadel at their own 10. They're backed up. Rainey will begin under center, and on first down, he's going to keep it to himself, scooting behind his left guard up to around the 18-yard line. It's a pickup of... Let's call it eight. It'll be second and short. Yeah, really good push by the left side of that offensive line that time, enabling Brandon to get the corner and pick up great yardage on first down. Good start for the Bulldogs on the possession, trailing by two touchdowns. Second and two for the Citadel, their own 18. 
Rainey under center, three men in the backfield. Rainey, play action, back to throw. Stands in the pocket, steps up. He'll toss it to the left sideline, and he overthrows his intended target as he was trying to swing it out to the A-back Cooper Wallace. Wallace. Airmailed it to him. It's third and two. Not a bad play call in that situation. The only problem is with that type of formation, your receivers are in so tight, it's very difficult for them to get off the line, and that's what happened with both of them kind of getting hung up a little bit and Randy not having anywhere to go with the football. The Bulldogs 7 for 13 on third down tonight. Here's a third and two at their own 18. Randy under center. Takes the snap. He's going to try to take it to his right behind the right guard. Not much room there. He'll be close to the first down marker. Not sure if he got enough push. He needed to get to the 20. Looked like his shoulder pads were over the 20, but they're not going to give him the first down. I don't don't think there's any doubt the dogs are going for it right here. He was tackled from behind, pushed forward towards the first down marker, and came up a little bit short. Making the big stop was Rashawn Yates, defensive lineman for South Florida. The offense out there, fourth down. They're going to toss it left side for White. Needs one yard, and he'll pick it up, running behind his left tackle out towards the perimeter and across the 20, picking up two and a first down for the Bulldogs to extend the drive. Gutsy call. You could tell we weren't going with any sort of quarterback sneaker. We had really wide splits in there between the the center and the two guards. South Florida putting a lot of people, a lot of beef in there. Dogs able to pick up the first down on the outside. Citadel two for two on fourth downs tonight. First and ten at the 21. That's a big one. First and ten at their own 21, trailing 20 to 6. 3.35 to go third quarter. Clock ticks. Rainey getting his teammates situated here on first, ten, uh, first and ten. He's up under center. Five men on the defensive line of scrimmage for South Florida. Rainey will keep it himself, running to the left side with the option. He tucks, gets across the 25, tackled around the 27. Pickup of six for Rainey on the first. Much better start here to this drive with with really good plays on first down, getting you in your position that you want to be in with this type of offense. It allows you to continue to running, run the game plan. Second down and four. Rainey leading the Bulldogs with 61 yards on the ground tonight, averaging three and a half yards per carry. 250 left in the third quarter with the Citadel trailing 20 to six, needing their first touchdown of the night. They're faced with a second and three at their own 28. Rainey up under center. Three down linemen for South Florida and movement up front. Redshirt freshman Ben Brockington getting a head start. He's one of the tackles, one of the backup tackles. He was stationed at the right tackle position on that snap. Second And he got a bit of a head start there for the false start penalty. Brockington playing in just his second career game. He debuted in the season finale last year against Wofford. Now that's the fifth penalty tonight for the Citadel for 45 penalty yards. It makes it second and eight now from their own 23 for the Bulldogs. One receiver out wide to the right on second down. Rainey is going to toss it to White. Makes a man miss initially and plows up around the 27. Pardon me, that's Cooper Wallace who got the toss, and there's a flag on the play once again. Another really late flag that came in from the far side, probably two seconds after he was tackled on the other side of the field. Get the call from Tim Rich as he pulls the mask down to make the announcement. 
And Raleigh Webb with his second personal foul penalty of the night. This time a blindside block is the call from Tim Rich. And that's really going to hurt the Bulldogs here with back-to-back penalties. Yeah, that, that makes no sense, especially when the play is 30 yards away from him on the other side of the field. Now puts you behind second, the chain, second down and long. The 13. They'll spot it at the 13 after the penalty on Webb, and he'll make it a second and 18 for the Bulldogs. Clock runs less than two minutes to go, third quarter, in the Citadel trailing 20-6. to six. This is certainly less than ideal for the Bulldogs. And now more whistles as they stop the play before it even gets started. Play clock was into single digits. I didn't see anybody necessarily call a timeout there. Referees conferring down around the 13-yard line. I don't know if Brent Thompson, I know Brent Thompson was in that side judge's ear over there. Maybe want a second opinion. Maybe look at, I don't know if they can, that's one they can watch with replay or not. Well, let's get the call here from Tim Rich as best as we can. The umpire, Michael Prowell, was leading the discussion, and no, no sort of announcement coming. So I'm not sure what that was. Maybe the officials just confirming they had the right spot, marking off the penalty properly. I'm not sure. And we get back to football with a second and 18 as scheduled for the Bulldogs at their own 13. Rainey up under center. Takes the snap. He'll take it to the left side. He's going to toss it to Hampton. And Hampton gets brought down back at the line of scrimmage as he was trying to get to that far sideline, the left sideline. And there was a couple of bulls there waiting for him. Davis Davis making the tackle, and he'll bring up third and long. Dog's just not doing a great job of of that lead block number one, but then filling from the inside. South Florida continues to do a great job of that. Vincent Davis with the tackle. No gain for Hampton, who tonight has minus three yards on four carries. And it's third and 18 for the Citadel on their own 13, trailing by two touchdowns. Play action, Rainey back to throw. Steps up, twirls it, right side, and it's bobbled and dropped around the 25-yard line. Incomplete pass. As Rainey was trying to go to one of his A-backs, Keith White, the redshirt sophomore who couldn't haul it in. And the Bulldogs, backed up, will have to punt here in the final minute of the third quarter. Well, he had him open out there in the right flat. I'm not sure it would have been enough for a first down had he been able to connect with him. Touch that ball at about the 24 with a defender close. So he'd have had to break a tackle, but... A catchable football, but dogs can't execute. Matt Campbell back to punt. Yeah, needed to get to the 31, so still would have had some work to do. For USF. Here's Campbell punting from the goal line, and he gets the kick away into USF territory. Fair catch called for by K.J. Sales at his own 44. Fair catch by Sales at the 45. And with 30 seconds left in the third quarter, that's where South Florida will begin at their own 44, leading 20-6. to six. So far, defense doing what you need them to do to have a chance to get back in this ballgame. Offense just unable to put anything together right now. Can't sustain any drives and just devoid of big plays. So hopefully the defense can find a way to make a big play for us. Bulldogs couldn't cash in 
following the fourth down stop, but you can with SignaPay located right in the low country, changing the way how credit card processing is done. Stop paying processing fees. Get a new credit card terminal. Call SignaPay and eliminate credit card processing fees today. The Bulls with a first and ten. And they're going to run a, an end around with their wide receiver, St. Felix running right to left, broke one tackle in the backfield, and then uh, cut up ahead between the hash marks, getting back after all that, getting back towards the line of scrimmage. Yeah, loss of only one on the play. He, he turned about a six-yard loss into only a one-yard loss, though. Dogs couldn't wrap him up in the backfield. So second and 11 at their own 44 for South Florida, and they'll just let the third quarter expire after that negative play. That's the end of the third and the Bulls will head to the fourth South quarter Florida with the football, leading 20 to 6. six. The two teams will switch sides. And the Citadel will need a fourth quarter rally to come away with a victory in their 2020 opener. South Florida with the football, leading 20 to 6 as we head to the final 15 minutes from Tampa. Coming up next after this word from your local sponsors right here on the Citadel Sports Network. If you know she's the perfect one, let us help you create the perfect ring. At Scatel's Manufacturing Jewelers, we're your full-service jewelry manufacturer. You see, we eliminate the middleman and create your special ring all on site. And with our free diamond seminar and vast loose diamond selection, you're assured of the right decision while getting the best value. Scateller, you lover. Scatel's Manufacturing Jewelers, locally owned in Mount Pleasant and Charleston. Is your grass just not growing? Charleston's climate can be challenging. Too much heat, too much shade, soil issues, and dogs tearing up your yard. ProGreen customers are switching to turf because they've already tried resodding their lawn two, three, or four more times with no success. They're sick of the effort, of the eyesore, of the mental energy. They just want a nice-looking lawn they don't have to worry about. Start winning your weekends by making the switch to ProGreen Synthetic Turf. Visit ProGreen.com backslash Charleston and schedule a free estimate today. We head to the fourth quarter. South Florida with the football and the lead ahead 20 to 6 on the Citadel Bulldogs. And South Florida coming out of the break will have a second and 11 at their own 44 as the Citadel defense needing to make something happen or at the minimum come up with a quick stop here. The Bulldogs trailing by two touchdowns with 15 minutes to go. Again, Luke, getting to that point in the game where I think you're going to need your defense to make some sort of big play. Turnover, strip sack, something like that to get a little momentum going on that far side. Right now with the fabricated crowd noise and all the cheers coming up on the USF side, it's a little bit hard to get it going. Really a bizarre feeling here in this stadium. It is. To uh, not have a single person sitting in the stands watching this game. South Florida outgained the Citadel 80-34 in that third quarter, which was the largest difference of any quarter so far. The Bulldogs had the football for almost nine minutes but could not score in the process. And South Florida with the football back already leading by 14, and the Citadel needed to make something happen. Well, field position was the big thing in that third quarter. We got pinned back deep and, and couldn't really do anything. We were able to keep the football for a while, but... Only pick up a couple of first downs. Of course, the big penalties again. Putting this behind the chains makes it very, very difficult 
That's two of them now that have uh, cost us offensive possessions. It finally stopped raining, though, when I was down there at halftime. Still a real gray night. Yeah. No stars that you can see anywhere. It looked like it might even be a, I don't know if that's the lights that keep flickering or what, but maybe a little heat lightning or something in the area. Started to come down pretty good around about 2.30 this afternoon and rained pretty steadily all the way until maybe halftime tonight. You know, remarkably, the field was in pretty decent shape when I was down there, though. I, that, that center rut kind of right between the hash marks is a little tough, but on the outside, still in pretty decent shape. Hadn't seen a lot of guys slip in here tonight, only a few times. And who would have thought Brandon Rainey would complete a pass in this stadium before Tom Brady did in 2020 as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers begin their season here next weekend after playing on the road tomorrow, allowing South Florida to play here tonight. Raymond James Stadium where in the very first game for South Florida in this stadium, they beat the Bulldogs back in October of 98, 45-6 and trying to follow it up 22 years later with another win. Second Start of the fourth quarter, South Florida leading 20 to six. Second and 11 from their own 44. They begin by keeping the football on the ground here to start the fourth quarter. And running behind his left guard is Johnny Ford, but didn't get much push. Only getting back to the line of scrimmage. And it'll be third and long. Dewey Green and Marquise Blunt both in there on that play third for no game. at the 44. So third and 11 at their own 44 for South Florida. Ford, the running back to the right of Jordan McLeod, the quarterback who's in the gun, two receivers left and right. The Bulldogs with five defenders at the line of scrimmage. McLeod in the gun, right foot in front of his left, arms extended, play clock at three. McLeod takes the snap and backpedals. Stands in a clean pocket. Now he's flushed to his right. He's wrapped up. He's brought down for a sack in the backfield. Sacked by Willie Eubanks with his ninth career sack, sack of the quarterback, getting McLeod back around the 38 for a loss of 10. That is a strong right paw that Willie Eubanks has. It looked like McLeod was going to break free uh, from that where the pocket collapsed on him, but Willie Eubanks able to put that right, right arm out there and drag him down. There is a Bulldog down on the field at about the 36-yard line. Seems like every time the Bulldogs have made a nice play tonight, it has come along with some sort of banged-up defensive player as well. So an injury timeout on the field, and we'll take it with them. One minute into the fourth quarter, the Citadel with a big defensive stop. And the, uh, the Bulldog who was down on the ground was Jay Smith, who's now back up on his feet and heading to the sideline. But we'll take this timeout on the field. One minute into the fourth quarter, the Citadel with a big defensive stop. They'll get the football back, trailing 20-6 to six when we return here on the Citadel Sports Network. Bulldog fans, this is Luke Morrow for the Citadel Brigadier Foundation. If you're already a member, thank you. 
But if you're an alum, friend, or fan of the Citadel who has yet to join, well, they'd love to talk to you about the benefits of supporting Citadel Athletics. Did you know the Citadel Brigadier Foundation is the only way Citadel raises money for athletic scholarships? Membership includes benefits to all sports at the Citadel, but best of all, it's about the student-athletes getting a Citadel education. So give them a call to find out more at 953-5277. That's 953-5277. When you're looking for a tractor package that does it all, turn to Sparrow and Kennedy. Get the 3025E package with a John Deere compact tractor. Load it up with a cutter, box blade, loader, and an 18-foot trailer for as low as $22,899 with 0% financing for 60 months. Plus, keep your investment protected with their six-year powertrain warranty. Because with Sparrow and Kennedy, you got this. Learn more at SparrowKennedy.com. Offer ends August 4th, 2020. Some restrictions apply. See dealers for details. Bulldogs with a big defensive stop on their first sack of the night. Willie Eubanks dropping Jordan McLeod to bring up a fourth and 17 for South Florida. One minute into the fourth quarter, and the Bulldogs will get the football back, still trailing by 14, 20 to 6. Sounds like a broken record, but you've got to find a way to get this thing within one score. And uh, I think all the pressure shifts then right back over to South Florida. I know this is the debut of Jeff Scott, but I think everybody expects in South Florida to have, to have a much more dynamic look to them than what we've seen tonight. So if the dogs can just take care of our business, we might have a chance to give them a chance to implode themselves. They're awful loose down on the field right now, dancing around a lot and, and just having fun. See if we can take care of what we need to do. Bulldogs could use some sort of momentum shifter, and it may have been started with the Eubank sack there on third down. A chance to get this snowball going for the Bulldogs. Number 31, Dominic As Schneider's on the field for his third punt of the night, averaging 31 yards per kick so far. And he gets the punt away off the right foot. Coming up to take it at the 20 and getting tripped up immediately after an advancement of only a yard or two is the Bulldog returner Dominic Poole, freshman defensive back. Number 20, Bentley Sanders. Well, it looked like Dominic might be able to get some good yardage on that return. Nice tackle that time by the defender, able to just barely trip him up. First and 10 at the 20. As Dominic caught it on the run. Well, the Citadel will begin at the 21-yard line, traveling right to left across your dial towards the north end of Raymond James Stadium, the end of the stadium with the pirate ship and the Bulldogs in the gray pants, white jerseys, white helmets, needing a score here trailing 20-6 with 13.44 to go in the fourth quarter. It's the return of Clay Harris, and the beatback gets the handoff on first and 10, and he picks up a yard running between the tackles to the 22. Just not making a lot of room in there, uh, are we, with that offensive line right now. Clay Harris, I think with only a couple of carries tonight, brings up a second, second down and nine. Harris remains out there as the B-back behind Rainey. Two A-backs with him in the backfield, one wide receiver. In fact, two, one on each side for Rainey. Second and nine. Option right side. They're going to toss it to White. He gets the perimeter up the right sideline. He's twirled out of bounds, just shy of the 30, up around the 29, and it sets up third and one for the Citadel. Yeah, just short of the first down. Needed to get out to about the 31. They'll mark him right at the 30. So good down and distance here for the Bulldogs. At the 30, 
Citadel 7 for 15 on third downs tonight. This is a third and one from their own 30, trailing by 14 with 12.47 to go. Rainey under center on third and one. Looks at three defensive down linemen. He takes the snap. He moves behind his right guard, and he plows ahead for a first down pickup up to the 33-yard line. You know, I, I wonder what, you know, I know there are rules in college football about the, the bands playing when the team's on the field and that kind of stuff. Doesn't seem to be many rules with the music being playing, though. No, not a lot of regulations. Feels like an NBA game. It does. The music going on as they're, as they're playing. Rainey up under center, three men in the backfield, takes the snap, and he will give it to the B-back. First man through, Logan Brott, who's wrapped up by four bulls right away and pushed backwards. May have lost a yard on the play. First man there to slow him down was K.J. Sales. Yeah, we're getting beat on the interior line right now. They're getting penetration, which is blowing up the option attack, not giving Brandon much of an opportunity. Of course, I think that was a straight give to Brott, but he's hit in the backfield. Second and 11 for the Citadel at their own 32. 11.47 to go. Clock runs here in the fourth quarter with the Bulldogs trailing 20-6. Rainey up under center. Base formation for the Bulldogs. Play action. Rainey back to throw. Steps up. Fires it over the center of the field. His receiver was down. It's an incomplete pass. The Bulldogs looking for a flag as Keith White got knocked to the grass. Instead, it'll be third and 11. Dwayne Boyles, Jr., the heralded linebacker for USF on the coverage that time. Just standing over the top of Keith White as he was on the ground. Well, here's a big play for the Citadel. Third and 11 at their own 32. The Bulldogs 0 for 4 on third and longs tonight. Rainey under center. End around for Riley Webb running right to left. This worked last time. Webb with some space up the left side, across the numbers at the 30, across the 40. He's tackled from behind, just shy of the first down marker, around the 42. Boy, that's a, that's a pretty bad spot right there. I'd like to see the replay on that. Had to get out to the 43-yard line. There well, was a flag on the play. Yeah, though. regardless, they're going to get a horse collar and give Webb and the Bulldogs a first down. Problem with, with Raleigh at the end of that, that run, he kind of went down like a quarterback when he slides. And when you kind of give yourself up with a slide is where you start to go down, not where you necessarily, uh, where your knee actually hits. Worked out for us, though, with that penalty. Hopefully that might be the momentum we need to shove it in the end zone. Yeah, instead of a third and 11 for the Citadel, they're on 32. They now have a first and 10 at the Bulls 43. Former Wofford defensive lineman Thad Magnum was the one who made the illegal tackle as Brandon Rainey keeps on first and 10 running behind his right guard and only gets a yard to the 42, setting up second and nine. Again, tough down and distance here when you're second and long after only picking up one or in the last series losing one. Makes it really difficult play calling over there on that sideline. 10.40 to go, fourth quarter, clock ticking. The Citadel trailing 20-6. to six. They have a second and nine at the Bulls, 42. Rainey under center, brought back at the B-back position. Hampton goes in motion right to left. Rainey, option right side, and the play is blown dead. Another penalty on the dogs, I think. Might be a false start. Yes, it is. I think he said 67, which would be Prince Howard Whitaker, the redshirt senior tackle for the Bulldogs. 
second. Yeah, he just barely flinched. But enough to get that penalty. So dogs behind the chains once again. Second and 15. Not a lot of plays in the playbook for this one. Seventh penalty already for the Citadel tonight. Rainey back to throw on second and long. Twirls it over the center of the field. And it cannot be hauled in by Ryan McCarthy. The pass, Rainey's pass a little behind McCarthy, incomplete, McCarthy. and it's incomplete. third and long. Yeah, Ryan open across the middle. We saw that little hitch route earlier. Brandon throwing it behind him. Ryan unable to make the catch. Rainey three out of 13. Throwing the football tonight. Third and 14. 67 passing yards. Rainey has not completed a pass in quite some time. Seven straight incompletions for the Bulldogs passing attack. There's a third and long. Randy under center. He's going to roll out right, looking to throw downfield. Has time. Fires towards the first down sticks. Far sideline. And the pass Randy off the mark. Rowley Webb cannot make a diving catch on the sideline. And now suddenly it's fourth and 15 for the Bulldogs at the South Florida 48. Yeah, play just taking a long time to develop that time. Just a straight sprint out to the right-hand side. And Brandon... Look, with only a two-route, two-person route out there, unable to find anybody open. And after a little bit of a delay, the Bulldogs do send out the punting unit. Line of scrimmage is the South Florida 48, but it's a fourth and 15. So here's Campbell kicking it away, trying to drop it inside the 20. He will. It's caught at the 13, and the Bulldogs there to cover it up immediately as Sean Thomas Faulkner. Makes the special teams tackle, bringing down K.J. Sales without a return. And Campbell will pin the Bulls inside their own 15. Nice job that time by the special teams. Good punt, not kicking it in the end zone, and nice coverage that time by Faulkner getting down there. Caught the ball on the 13, took a jump step to the 14, got tackled back to the 10, but I think they're probably going to mark it out around that 14-yard line. Five punts for Campbell tonight. Two of them have been placed inside the 20. And with 9.54 to go in the fourth quarter, South Florida will begin first and 10 of their own 14, leading 20-6. to six As we pause for this word from your local sponsors right here on the Citadel Sports Network. Richards Automotive, 1025 St. Andrews Boulevard, is a great place if you need service on your automobile or truck. Their services include belts, batteries, brakes, engine performance, exhaust, fuel injection, heating and cooling inspections, oil lube and filter changes, steering system, suspension, tires, transmission, and much, much more. Richard is open from 7 a.m. till 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Give him a call at 766-9011. That number again, 766-9011, Richard's Automotive. We know your best days include salty skin and a trip to the market in your flip-flops, and that on Saturdays, you lift heavy. And we know your relationship with that bridge is kind of complicated. If pain or injuries are making you miss out, Roper St. Francis Orthopedics can help with online scheduling, same-day appointments, and the state's most experienced team. We make it easier to get back to living your best days. Call 833-660-HURT. Four to go, fourth quarter, and South Florida getting the football back. Leading 20 to 6, they'll begin their own 14 after the Bulldogs just punted the Citadel. Got it across midfield into USF territory, and then the drive stalled out, and the Bulldogs had to settle for another punt, still trailing by 14. 
Well, we got to pin back deep. If you ever needed a turnover, it's now. South Florida has done a nice job of protecting the football tonight, though, even under some wet conditions. I don't think we've seen them put it on the ground yet. And really nothing uh, extravagant in the passing game, a lot of underneath stuff. So not a lot of opportunities for the Bulldogs. We're going to have to create one here, though, I think, if we're going to have a chance to come back. Ten minutes to work with, and the Citadel trailing by two touchdowns. The Bulldogs have not been able to punch it into the end zone yet tonight. Neither team scoring since the second quarter. We've been stuck at this score for a while. And the Bulldogs just can't get anything going, at least not enough offensively to cut into the deficit. First and ten for the Bulls. They started their own 14 here on this possession. And they'll sweep it right to left with Joyner, who gets around his tackle. Now cuts it back to the right side of the field. He's across the 25, across the numbers at the 30, across the 35. He's upended around the 40-yard line. And Joyner running zigzagging from right to left back to the right side and he picks up 27 yards for a first down i'll tell you it looked like little league football right there he goes off to the left there's nothing there looks like we got him hemmed up he cuts back to the right and everybody's then pursuing and he picks up big yardage we've seen that a lot tonight from south florida it was a big play for them right there to get them out of the shadow of their own goal line up to the 41 yard line with a first and 10 joiner was a little shaken up afterwards He's being looked at on the sideline. Seems to be okay. Noah Johnson, the backup quarterback, back in for his third possession of the night for South Florida as the two quarterbacks have been rotated. Johnson in the gun, an H-back to his left, a running back to his left, first and 10 for South Florida at their own 41. Two receivers left, one right. Now Johnson's going to change the play. And he'll spread it out. As he takes the snap, they'll sweep it to the left side. With a big hole between the tackles, cutting up the middle of the field in between the hashes and across midfield is Brian Petit with his first carry of his career, the freshman from Sarasota, Florida. And he carries it for a first down into Citadel territory as we have an injured Bulldog. Dewey Green down and up now, making his way off the field. But once again, just uh, really quick defenders, arm tackling in the hole, breaking those tackles to pick up an extra five or six yards. First down, USF. First and 10 at the Citadel 49 for the Bulls. Clock runs, 9-12 to go, fourth quarter. The Bulls leading 20-6. In the gun is Johnson. Two receivers left, one right. Bulldogs with four defensive down linemen. Play action for Johnson. He's under pressure. He's grabbed from behind, and he's brought down for a sack in the backfield. On the other side of midfield as Marquise Blunt gets to him. And Blunt now with eight career sacks, including one in four straight games. Yeah, nice play that time by Marquise. Showed a lot of speed there, running the quarterback down from behind. Was kind of hoping he was going to go from that for that strip sack from behind, but good enough just to tackle him for a two-yard loss. Second and 12 for the Bulls at their own 49. Eight and a half left, and the Citadel trailing by 14, 20 to 6. They need some stops. Johnson in the gun, two receivers left and right. Running back, sidecar right for Johnson. Takes the snap, chest high. It's a quarterback draw. He's going to angle to the left side, gets around his tackle across midfield. Inside the Citadel 40, he's got a first down. Staggering to the Bulldogs 31 with a run of 20 yards to move the chains. Planned quarterback draw the the whole time that time. The middle of the field just opened up wide open for him as the dogs were in a blitz and blitzed themselves right out of position quarterback able to pick up big yardage 
South Florida Bull down on underneath. Willie Eubanks hustling down the field, making the tackle there out of bounds. So we got an injury timeout here. And it is the quarterback, Noah Johnson. He's a little shaken up, and he's going to have to come out for at least one play. He's been reaching towards right below his right eye. I don't know yeah, if he I'm, I'm not poke. so sure because I know Willie went for the strip on the tackle that time. He might have caught a finger or something like that up in that area. You never know. That's it's a nasty place down there sometimes when you're tackling or getting tackled. Could imagine. Especially the bottom of that pile. Jordan McLeod will have to come back in. He's the starting quarterback. First and 10 for the Bulls at the Citadel 31. Some confusion for the Bulls as they get set up properly. Three receivers bunched to the left. McLeod takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to a receiver, cutting left to right. And breaking tackles and spinning ahead is Dollison. He's going to continue to scamper up the right sideline into the red zone inside the 15. And it's a first down carry for Dollison all the way to the 12. The freshman receiver carries it for 19. You know, you wonder because there hadn't been a whole lot of contact in preseason. Not a whole lot of tackling drills. Dogs missing a lot of tackles tonight. About two or three on that one play. First and 10 at the Bulldogs 12. Here's a handoff in between the tackles. As they'll give it to Joyner. Joyner carrying some Bulldogs down to the three. Close. Excuse me, that's Petit carrying Bulldogs down to about the three until Chris Beverly finally stopped him. He's close to the first down marker, and we have another Bulldog down back around the line of scrimmage. That's Dewey Green again. Had come back into the ballgame. He's up and making the way off the field, though, under his own power. Seems to be a little uh, upset about something. Second and one for the Bulls at the three-yard line. 7.08 left fourth quarter with South Florida already leading 20-6. to And looking for the dagger. In the gun is McLeod. Takes the snap. He's going to hand it off. Grinding to his right behind his right tackle and diving in for the touchdown Touchdown is Kelly Joyner. First career touchdown for Joyner, and the Bulls lead 26-6. Yeah, just smash mouth football that time for South Florida on that entire drive. Just ran it right down our throats. Uh, Drive starting back on about their own 14-yard line. Don't believe they threw a single pass and uh, able to push it into the end zone and probably put this one out of reach. Spencer Schrader in for the point after. A three-yard touchdown plunge for Joyner behind the right side of the offensive line. Here's the extra point up to our right, and it is good. Extra point Schrader. Schrader tacks on the extra point. 6.55 to go fourth quarter, and South Florida now with their largest lead of the night, 27-6, as they put the first points on the scoreboard since the second quarter. Bulldogs down 21 as we pause here on the Citadel Sports Network. 
Hello, Charleston. Football is in the air, and what a great time to become a member of the Citadel Football Association. Since 1984, our goal has been to get the greater Charleston community involved in the Citadel football. Alumni, family, and friends are encouraged to help make a difference by promoting and supporting the CFA. Visit our website for more information at cfabulldogs.org or call 953-5123. We look forward to seeing you this season at Johnson Haygood Stadium. Get involved, make a difference, and remember, it's a great day to be a Bulldog. Ashley Home Store's Labor Day sale is now extended. It's your last chance to get up to 50% off. Or buy today and pay later with 0% interest for six years. Whether you're updating one room or your entire home, find styles that fit your look and budget. Don't wait. These Labor Day furniture deals end Monday. Only at America's number one furniture and mattress store. Shop and save today at Ashley Home Store. This is home. to go here from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. And South Florida now with a 27-6 lead. As they just drove 86 yards on seven plays in three minutes. Kept it on the ground every play of the drive. And capped off by Kelly Joyner's three-yard touchdown around the first touchdown of the sophomore's career. So the Citadel now trailing by 21 with just under seven minutes to go, needing some quick and efficient offense. Yeah, this this situation reminds me of watching football with my son growing up. You know, he said, well, Dad, we're not out of it yet. You know, we can always run the kick back and then uh, onside kick and score, and then, you know, it's going to take a lot, let's put it that way, for the dogs to be able to come back from here. I think more than anything, Brent Thompson looking for a, a good offensive drive. Of course, we, she should be playing against a lot of the maybe second, maybe even third team guys from South Florida on this next drive. So we'll see what the dogs can do offensively. Hopefully put some more points on the board. Bulldogs outgained South Florida in the first half, but since the intermission, South Florida outgaining the Bulldogs 160-56. to 56. Our offense has been non-existent, besides from a couple of uh, reverses that have produced some big yardage for us, really just have not been consistent on the ground at all. Here comes the kickoff left to right for South Florida, now leading 27-6, 6.55 left in this one. And the kick airborne. Heading to our right, inside the 10. It's taken by Adams around the 6. Up the numbers he goes. Across the numbers on the far side of the field. Zipping across the 25. Up around the 29. And that's where the Bulldogs will begin. Needing some quick scores. Two sides getting a little chippy out there on the kickoff. Yeah, a little extracurricular activity on that far sideline. Bulldog player, I believe, getting the better of that exchange as they were going pretty hard all the way to the whistle. Good no call that time, I think, by the official. So the Citadel will begin at their own 29. Brandon Rainey, three out of 14, throwing the football tonight. The Bulldogs with seven straight incompletions. See if they put it in the air a little more. 
little more here on this possession, trailing by three touchdowns. Midway through the fourth, Rainey will begin. Option right side, he tosses it out. And running up the right sideline, close to the first down marker, is Cooper Wallace, who gets knocked into his own sideline. We'll spot it just shy of the marker. Give Wallace eight yards. He'll be second and two. Yeah, one of the better option plays we've had tonight. Defender able to knock him out of bounds after he turned the corner. Longest run for Cooper Wallace in his first career game tonight. Second and two for the Bulldogs at their own 37. Rainey back to throw. Jump pass right side, and it's... Bounced behind Hampton, his intended target. Incomplete pass will be third down. Late flag coming in. Might be rough in the passer. Personal foul. Unnecessary roughness. Defense, number 13. Unnecessary roughness against Tramel Logan, the freshman defensive end for South Florida. And that will aid the Bulldogs. Instead yeah. of a third and two, they now have a first down in USF territory. Yeah, Logan, he had him wrapped up as Rainey let go of the football, but then he just continued forward and, and drove him into the USF ground, 48. drew the penalty. Fifth penalty for the Bulls tonight. First and ten for the Citadel at the 48 of South Florida. Option right side. They're going to toss it to Wallace, and Wallace, Wallace dragged down the in the backfield, tackled behind the line of scrimmage by K.J. Sales for a loss of a couple. Zero, Daquan Evans. Actually, Daquan Evans, that's a zero, not a nine. Daquan Evans, the sophomore, with the tackle. Second and 13. Yeah, once again, the dog's not getting that lead block out there from the A-back, just completely whiffing on it. The guy running right by him and getting the loss in the backfield. Loss of three, second and 13 for the Bulldogs at their own 49. Rainey under center. Play action, back to throw. Steps up, fires it down the center of the field, and he overshoots. His intended receiver trying to go for Raleigh Webb, who is covered by Nick Roberts. Incomplete pass, third and 13. Nick Roberts. Well, right now, South Florida is, is knows the book pretty much. And uh, Raleigh Webb doing more of playing defender there than offensive receiver, just trying to make sure that ball wasn't picked off. Third and 13 for the Bulldogs at their own 49. 532 left in this one. The Citadel down by 21. Rainey under center, brought the B back. They're going to give it to him, and Brott, twisting his way between the tackles, gets back to the previous line of scrimmage. Getting three yards up to the Bulls, 49. It's fourth and 10. Well, you got to feel like it's four down territory. No, Well, we are going to punt the ball, it looks like. 5-10 left in this one. Clock running. The Bulldogs down 27-6. I'm surprised to see Matt Campbell come out on the field. Yeah, it, at this point, there's no difference between 27 to 6 and 34 to 6. See if Matt can get off a good one here. From a team that never quits, here's a punt from Campbell. As it tumbles inside the 20, takes a right turn into the Citadel sideline inside the 10. And they're going to mark it officially just inside the 10-yard line. So a nice punt by Campbell as Campbell punts it 39 yards to back up the Bulls around their own 10-yard line. 4.43 to go. South Florida with the football leading 27-6 as we pause for this word from your local sponsors across the Citadel Sports Network. Hi, everybody. As many of you know, Willie McRae loved Boone Hall. 
So it is appropriate to honor him literally in the land he loved so much. The longtime Boone Hall owner who passed away earlier this year was a low country giant. As a tribute to his legacy and to celebrate his life, it is with great love and respect we present the Willie McRae Corn Maze on display weekends this October. See details at BooneHallPlantation.com. Garfield Jewelers has been a part of the Citadel family for 97 years. Tradition is a core value of the Citadel and Garfields. Birthdays, graduations, engagements, and weddings are all traditions to be remembered. Alan Garfield, Citadel Class of 57, invites you to celebrate your special moments with jewelry from Garfields, Charleston's personal jeweler for 97 years. Garfield Jewelers, Savannah Highway, across from Nissan. Expect to be impressed. Morrow alongside Citadel Hall of Famer Lee Glaze here at Raymond James Stadium. 4.43 to go in this one. And the University of South Florida Bulls with the football leading 27-6 over the Bulldogs here in the 2020 opener. The latest the Bulls have started a season in program history and the latest for the Bulldogs in 14 years. South Florida next week will head to number 10 Notre Dame a week from today. South Florida won't be home again until October 10th. That's when the Citadel's odd fall season will actually end, October 10th at Army, and that's the next time South Florida will even have a home game. It's an abbreviated fall season for the Citadel with hopes of playing the conference schedule in the spring. From here, the Bulldogs will travel to Clemson, take on the number one team in the country a week from today. That'll be a 4 o'clock kickoff next Saturday, so we'll have coverage beginning at 3 o'clock on site for that one next week between Clemson and your Citadel Bulldogs. Bulldogs trying to end tonight with an exclamation point. They trail 27-6, 4.43 left. And you'd like to end on a positive note that will carry you into the next week and to that Clemson game next week where the Bulldogs will square off with Dabo Sweeney's crew for the first time in three years. Former offensive coordinator of Clemson, Jeff Scott leading these USF Bulls. Fourth time Jeff Scott has matched up with Citadel defensive coordinator Tony Grantham. And Tony was telling me earlier about how frustrating the first three were with Louisville, where Tony was at the time, losing by one score all three games against those Clemson teams those years. First and ten for the Bulls. They're going to come out throwing a play-action pass up the left sideline and a leaping catch made as able to get his feet in bounds was a Sincere Brown. Sincere Brown. Sincere Brown, the 6'5 freshman from first Charleston, down, South Carolina, with his first career catch. He made a leaping catch at the 29. So it's a 20-yard pickup and a first down for the Bulls. First and 10 from their 29. Here's a handoff and running to the left side with a first down pickup up the left sideline. Number 33, Is the running back, Odeneo Siriki, who gets his first, first carry of the USF. day. USF starting to get towards the back end of their depth chart. Late in the fourth quarter of this one. Still going with a no-huddle offense. Ball at midfield, first and ten for the Bulls. Final four minutes. It's a 27-6 lead for South Florida. Here's a play action. Quick pass to the right side. And Sean Thomas Faulkner all over it as he smothers the receiver right away. Morris's pass. Sean Atkins, the freshman receiver with his first career catch, and then brought down after a pickup of four by Sean Thomas Faulkner, who leads the Citadel in tackles tonight. 
The Bulls up to the Citadel 46, still at the no-huddle attack. 3.33 to go. Bulls up 21. Second and six at the Bulls 46. Here's a handoff and grabbed by Eubanks in between the tackles. Right up the right at the hole running up the middle was Sariki for not much there. Willie Eubanks awaiting the bull running back with open arms. They wrapped him up, brought him down. They'll give third and three. The Bulls a three-yard pickup. And it's third and three for South Florida at the Citadel 43. Pistol set. Play action, dumping it off into the right flat and completing it to the tight end, Jacob Mathis with his 17th career catch. But Mathis with nowhere to go. He actually lost three yards on the play. Mathis came from the left side of the formation, crossing the line, caught it in the right flat and was tackled behind the line of scrimmage for a loss of three. It was snuffed out. Chris Beverly coming up from the secondary to read that play nicely and make the tackle behind the line of scrimmage for the loss. So fourth and six for the Bulls from the Citadel 46, and they'll be punting it away here as Trent Schneider's on the field. He rolls out to his right. He gets the kickoff under some pressure, and it's taken in with a bobble and a fumble at the 15 for the Bulldogs. They fumbled it right into the lap of a bull. And the Citadel, their second fumble tonight, and they turn it over. It was Dominic Poole, the freshman defensive back on the punt return, who just never had possession. He was bobbling, fumbling it. Looks like he was playing hot potato, and he knocked it right into the lap of Brock Nichols, the defensive back who was down there on punt coverage for South Florida, the Citadel with their second turnover tonight. First and 10 at the 20. 2-10 to go, fourth quarter. South Florida leading 27-6. And now, just as they drew it up, after the punt, they'll have a first and 10 at the Citadel 20. Marsh, the quarterback. In the gun, third quarterback we've seen for the Bulls tonight. Takes the snap. It's going to be a jet sweep left to right and brought down for a loss in the backfield was Terrence Horn. Complete to number 80, Terrence Horn. Terrence Horn tackled way back at the 28. It's a loss of eight yards, second and 18. Marquise Blunt making another play behind the line of scrimmage. Clock ticks under two minutes to go. Second and 18 for the Bulls at their own 28. Two receivers left, one right. Mathis back, standing in the pocket, looking to throw. Now he's flushed right. He's grabbed. He's wrapped up. He gets away from one man, and he's cleaned up by a couple of Bulldogs. Back at the 36, as Dewey Green and Marquise Blunt have a meeting at the quarterback, and they drop Marsh for a loss of 16. Pardon me, a loss of eight. Only a loss of eight, using the term only loosely. Third and 26 for the Bulls. Third and 26. That's the second sack tonight for the Citadel. Final 70 seconds of this one. South Florida up 21 with the football. Third and 26. Marsh letting the play clock get down to single digits. Now takes the snap. Inside handoff. Breaking a couple of tackles at the line of scrimmage is Petit. He's off to the races. In between the hashes. Down the center of the field. He sprints inside the 20. And he's brought down around the 12. It's a pickup of 24 for the freshman. And with 45 seconds left, it's fourth and two for South Florida at the Citadel 12. The Bulldogs not using any timeouts. 
And just as they say that, they may have actually just used a timeout. Citadel has called their first time out of the half. It will be 30 seconds. So the Bulldogs do take a timeout. They'll reset the game clock. 39 seconds left here in the fourth quarter. South Florida leading 27 to 6. They have a fourth and two at the Bulldogs 12. And the Citadel defense looking to come up with another fourth down stop. The Bulls 0 for 2 on fourth downs tonight. Before we get to that fourth down play, let's pause here. 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves coast to coast and worldwide across the Citadel Sports Network. WQNT AM 1450, W271CP, 102.1 Charleston, W221CI Somerville, Kirkman Broadcasting Stations. Final 39 seconds of this one at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. It's a 27-6 lead for South Florida. They have a fourth and two coming out of a timeout at the Bulldogs 12. The Citadel defense looking for one more stop tonight. Mathis in the gun, two receivers on each side. He's going to toss it up, fade pass, front pylon, left side of the end zone, and it's knocked away, incomplete. Covered up by Destin Mack. Incomplete. The junior cornerback who broke it up, incomplete pass. Mathis was trying to go to Sincere Brown. There is a flag on the play. Bulldogs thinking they had a defensive stop. They're heading off the field. Let's get the call. And it'll be a chop block against South Florida. So the Citadel defense tonight, one of the positives, the defense held strong. 0 for 3 is South Florida on fourth down plays, and most of them fourth and short. So with 35 seconds left, the Citadel offense will have one last crack at it, trailing 27-6 after the Bulldogs turned it over on a punt return. A few minutes ago, the Citadel with the two turnovers tonight. And they've been costly. Bulldogs with a first and 10 at their own 12. 35 seconds left. The Citadel has two timeouts remaining if they want to try to push this downfield at all. Rainey play action, back to throw. Tosses it down the center of the field, has a man. And it's an incomplete pass. pass intended for Raleigh Overshot Webb. Raleigh Webb at midfield. And those two just have not been able to connect tonight. Raleigh Webb shut out so far. He does not have a reception in this one. And Brandon Rainey now 3 for 16 throwing the football. Nine straight incompletions for the Citadel passing attack. Rainey back to throw on second down. Fires it up the right sideline, an out route, and it's caught for a first down. Caught by Keith White, who's then tackled into his own sideline, far end of the field for a first down pickup. Second catch today for White. There's the first completion for the Bulldogs in quite some time, and it's up to the 29. Pickup of 17 to White. First and 10 for the Bulldogs at their own 29. Clock stopped with 23 seconds to go. Keith White, the red shirt sophomore. Playing in his fifth career game. And has done some good things tonight. Rainey play action. Back to throw again. Steps up. Lofts it. Left sideline. Jump ball. It's intercepted by the Bulls. Intercepted on the near sideline at midfield. And then sliding down with the exclamation point. Was the defensive back. Makai LaPointe with the second career interception for the junior safety. 
Brandon Rainey with the interception thrown with 12 seconds to go, and the Bulls will just be able to kneel this one out. Rainey with four interceptions a year ago. He turned it over. He threw an interception in each of the first three games last year, did Rainey, and then did not throw another interception until the season finale against Wofford. And on the final pass of his evening, an interception thrown by Rainey, the Bulldogs, with all three turnovers tonight. 12 seconds left, South Florida with the football leading 27-6. They're in victory formation, and Jeff Scott will get his first win as head coach of South Florida here in his debut. Knee taken, final seconds will tick off, and South Florida will begin the 2020 season with a 27-6 victory. Clocks at zero. It becomes official. The Bulldogs fall tonight 27-6 against South Florida here in St. Petersburg. And the Citadel begins the 2020 fall campaign 0-1, while South Florida begins with a victory 1-0, winning it tonight 27-6. The two teams meeting at midfield as socially distanced as they can. And we will try to catch up with Coach Thompson here. Down on the field, and please. Uh, All right, Craig. I got I got Coach Brent Thompson with us here now, and and Coach. Um, first of all, I know you're happy to be playing football, but uh, tough one to swallow tonight. We had a hard time executing, didn't we? Well, yes and no. You know, we executed fine at times. Um, you know, we had a hard time tackling today. Yes, we had a hard time um, continuing drives. Yeah, we had a hard time putting the ball in the end zone. Yeah. Um, you know, we had some long fields out there. We didn't get a, any any breaks at all. Turned the ball over way too many times uh, and had a couple penalties out there. You know, it's just every time that we thought things were going our way, we would just do something to set ourselves back, whether it's a turnover or a penalty. Uh, and then uh, next thing you know, that's a, that's a very quick, athletic, and fast team. Uh, they did a good job. I think uh, they've got a bright future ahead of them. You know, uh, a lot of people will, will wonder, uh, but I know you guys had a fair amount of contact in the preseason because we did have a hard time tackling, but I think it was more of the speed of that team than maybe our lack of ability to tackle. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to simulate. They've got a lot of really quick backs. I mean, that's very obvious. They're fast, they're quick, uh, and then they play an up-tempo style of an offense, so that could be very very difficult and challenging. All right, Coach. Well, I know that it's been a, been a long trip down, but congratulations on the first game, and we'll see you next week. All right, Luke, back with you. Thank you, Lee. Head coach Brent Thompson following the loss for the Bulldogs tonight, 27-6 against South Florida to begin things. Take a break. Come back with the Brown and Brown postgame show tonight here from Raymond James Stadium. The Citadel beginning the 2020 fall season with a 27-6 loss against South Florida. We'll wrap it up on the postgame show next here on the Citadel Sports Network. Hey, this is Credit Card Chris, and I'm the president of SignaPay Southeast. We are the premier credit card processing company located right here in the Lowcountry. We are changing the way how credit card processing is done. Are you tired of paying processing fees? We got you. You need a new credit card terminal? We got you. You need a new point of sale system? We got you. Are you stuck in a contract? We'll pay it. We've helped thousands of businesses all over the Lowcountry, and I know we can help you too. Call SignaPay today and eliminate credit card processing fees. 843-884-6884. That's 884-6884. Bulldog fans, this is Luke Moore for the Citadel Brigadier Foundation. If you're already a member, thank you. 
But if you're an alum, friend, or fan of the Citadel who has yet to join, uh, they'd love to talk to you about the benefits of supporting Citadel athletics. Did you know the Citadel Brigadier Foundation is the only way Citadel raises money for athletic scholarships? Membership includes benefits to all sports at the Citadel, but best of all, it's about the student-athletes getting a Citadel education. So give them a call to find out more at 953-5277. That's 953-5277. When you're looking for a tractor package that does it all, turn to Sparrow and Kennedy. Get the 3025E package with a John Deere compact tractor. Load it up with a cutter, box blade, loader, and an 18-foot trailer for as low as $22,899 with 0% financing for 60 months. Plus, keep your investment protected with their six-year powertrain warranty. Because with Sparrow and Kennedy, you got this. Learn more at SparrowKennedy.com. Offer ends August 4th, 2020. Some restrictions apply. See dealers for details. Start with a foundation of toughness. Then add exceptional intelligence and dominating power. That's how you build a winner. And that's how Ford builds their lineup of vehicles with features like EcoBoost technology for a winning combination of power and performance. Another reason why Ford is America's best-selling brand 10 years in a row. Leaders aren't born, they're built. And in the Carolinas, they're built for victory. Learn more at buyfordnow.com or contact your Carolina Ford dealer today. Based on 2010 through 2019 calendar year sales. Luke Morrow alongside Citadel Hall of Famer Lee Glaze here back at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida, the site of the 2020 opener here for the Bulldogs and their first loss of the year as well, 27-6 against South Florida as we welcome you on to the Brown and Brown postgame show after this one here tonight. And uh, the Bulldogs starting the year with the loss against South Florida. And the Bulldogs have played a lot of tight games to open up the season, their last uh, two being Decided by one score, 28-21 in 2018 at Wofford, 28-21 loss against Towson last year. And this game, closer than the score indicated, uh, it was close throughout. It was a two-score game, uh, a two, uh, game up until South Florida put it away there late in the fourth quarter. The Bulldogs just couldn't do enough offensively to try to cut into that score. And the Citadel with all three turnovers tonight. Brown and Brown is one of the largest and most respected independent insurance brokerages in the world at Brown and Brown in Charleston. Former South Carolina quarterback Perry Orth and former Clemson quarterback Donnie McElveen can lead you in your next insurance play for personal and business insurance decisions. So give them a call, 843-572-4567, bringing you the postgame show, which tonight comes after a 27-6 loss against South Florida. So South Florida begins the year 1-0 under Jeff Scott, and the Bulldogs fall to 0-1. To begin the season, they've now lost the season opener in three straight years. Come back here on the postgame show, and we'll tell you how it happened by getting you the numbers from tonight. Check the out-of-town scores as well. And when we return, get you the scoring summary for this one. As wasn't much scoring in the second half, the Bulldogs just couldn't punch it into the end zone tonight, couldn't do enough offensively in the second half, and they fall 27-6 to against South Florida tonight. We'll get you the uh, scoring summary when we return here to Raymond James Stadium next on the Brown and Brown postgame show on the Citadel Sports Network. 
Hello, my name is Matthew Cochran Logan with Crescent Insurance Advisors. Along with my business partner, Charles Cole, we specialize in personal and commercial insurance and have a proven track record of meeting our clients' needs. Whether it be homeowner's insurance or professional or cyber liability coverage, we make sure that you're covered for both expected and unforeseen causes of loss. If Crescent Insurance Advisors can help in any way, please call us at 843-708-5456 or visit us online at crescentagency.com. After all, you should not wait on insurance. Insurance should wait on you. This is Micah Ponce, the communications guy with Berkeley Electric Cooperative. And although it may not seem like it, cooler weather is just around the corner. That means it's time to let Berkeley Propane help you beat the winter rush with a preseason tank fill-up or a new set of gas logs. And with hurricane season in full swing, now is the perfect time to consider installing one of Berkeley Propane's whole house standby generators from Generac. So whatever your heating or power needs are, Berkeley Propane is ready with exceptional energy and service. Life's just different on the Carolina coast. It's where we're from and where we live, work, and play. At South Atlantic Bank, we know what it takes to raise a family here, to grow a business here, and to thrive financially while enjoying everything our region has to offer. As your financial partner, we're ready to help you develop a winning game plan, one tailor-made to help you succeed. South Atlantic Bank, a proud sponsor of Collegiate Sports. Visit southatlantic.bank to begin your experience today. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. There's no better time than now to get a great deal on a Kubota BX tractor. Mow, haul, dig, lift. With the number one selling subcompact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years, you own the land. Now, make it yours. Get a Kubota BX Series tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 60 months, plus save up to $1,500. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. If you're on the hunt for a new Kubota, come see the helpful experts at Steen Enterprises. I'm Adam Steen. We appreciate your business. Back on the Brown and Brown postgame show here from Raymond James Stadium. Tonight, the site of the Bulldogs season opener and... uh, the 27-6 victory for South Florida against the Citadel. Let's tell you how it happened with our scoring summary. We pick up where we left off at halftime. At the half, South Florida led 20-6. The Bulldogs struck first tonight, only managed two field goals, could not score after the midway point of the second quarter. And in the second half, things did not get any easier for the Citadel offense as they opened up the second half with four straight punts and then finished with turnovers in their last two possessions it was a struggle offensively for the Citadel this evening with just the two field goals coming in their first three possessions. Meanwhile, for South Florida, they had the one score of the second half, and that was uh, in the later stages of the fourth quarter to essentially put the game out of reach. With 6.55 to go in the fourth, Kelly Joyner plunged in from three yards out for the first score of his career, add the extra point, and that gave South Florida the 27-6 lead as it was the first points of the game since 2.41 left in the first half. It was a seven-play scoring drive, 86 yards, three minutes for South Florida to put the exclamation point on their win tonight, 27-6. to The Bulldogs, their two scoring drives coming in their first three possessions and finishing with uh, just the two field goals, cannot punch it into the end zone tonight against South Florida. So the Bulls with the 27-6 to win over the Citadel tonight. Uh, offensively, just couldn't do enough. Two scoring drives, three turnovers, zero touchdowns for the Bulldogs, and add it all up, it equals the 27-6 loss here against the Bulls this evening in Tampa. When we come back here on the Brown and Brown postgame show, get you the numbers from this one. South Florida beating the Citadel 27-6. to And the uh, team stats coming up next here on the Brown and Brown postgame show right here on the Citadel Sports Network. 
Ashley Home Store's Labor Day Sale is now extended. It's your last chance to get up to 50% off. Or buy today and pay later with 0% interest for six years. Whether you're updating one room or your entire home, find styles that fit your look and budget. Don't wait. These Labor Day furniture deals end Monday. Only at America's number one furniture and mattress store. Shop and save today at Ashley Home Store. This is home. Hello, Charleston. Football is in the air, and what a great time to become a member of the Citadel Football Association. Since 1984, our goal has been to get the greater Charleston community involved in the Citadel football. Alumni, family, and friends are encouraged to help make a difference by promoting and supporting the CFA. Visit our website for more information at cfabulldogs.org or call 953-5123. We look forward to seeing you this season at Johnson Haygood Stadium. Get involved, make a difference, and remember, it's a great day to be a Bulldog. This is former South Carolina quarterback Perry Orr, and I'm ready to call your next insurance play. My team at Brown & Brown has you covered for anything life throws your way. Delivering comprehensive solutions, we protect what you value most. Call me, Perry Orr, to find your gap in coverage today at 803-995-5974. That's 803-995-5974. When you're looking for a tractor package that does it all, turn to Sparrow and Kennedy. Get the 3025E package with a John Deere compact tractor. Load it up with a cutter, box blade, loader, and an 18-foot trailer for as low as $22,899 with 0% financing for 60 months. Plus, keep your investment protected with their six-year powertrain warranty. Because with Sparrow and Kennedy, you got this. Learn more at SparrowKennedy.com. Offer ends August 4th, 2020. Some restrictions apply. See dealers for details. Back on the Brown and Brown postgame show here from Johnson, uh, from uh, Raymond James Stadium. Eventually we'll be at Johnson Haygood. From Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida, where South Florida beats the Bulldogs tonight, 27-6. to six. Let's get you the numbers from this one. The Bulldogs were outgaining South Florida at halftime, but South Florida took over in the second half, and in the end, total yards advantage the Bulls, 404 to 284. In, uh, in terms of the Bulldogs, their breakdown, 200 rushing yards, 84 passing yards. South Florida, 302 rushing yards, 102 passing yards. Seven penalties for the Citadel, five for the Bulls. The Bulls with uh, more first downs on the Citadel, 20 to 16. And the Citadel, 8 out of 18 on third downs. The Bulls, 5 of 12 on third downs. The Citadel, 2 for 2 on fourth. Bulls, 0 for 3 on fourth downs. And the uh, Citadel winning the time of possession battle, 32 minutes, 17 seconds, compared to 27-43. The Bulldogs with all three turnovers tonight. An interception, two fumbles. They actually uh, fumbled uh, officially four times and lost two of them. And the uh, the Bulls win tonight, 27-6. to six. I mentioned uh, in the pregame show, you know, the Bulldogs now in their last eight games, including tonight against FBS opponents, they have rushed for over 250 yards against six of those eight. The only two exceptions, teams that had Jeff Scott on the coaching staff. Huh. He was with Clemson in 2017, and then now tonight is the head coach of the Bulls in South Florida doing enough to handle the Citadel rushing attack tonight. So the Bulldogs unable to punch it in the end zone and couldn't do enough offensively. And Jeff Scott has that uh, secret recipe that I guess Clemson will try to use next week as well. So it may not get any easier for the Citadel offense 
after their struggles this evening. No, it, it won't get any easier. I can assure you of that. But, you know, we talk about, you know, what, what's going to happen in games like this for you to compete. And we, we weren't able to do any of it, really, Luke. You know, we talked about really needing to run that triple option and run it to, uh, effectively and to control the line of scrimmage and minimize penetration. Well, they were getting penetration up the middle most of the night, taking away that inside run. I know Brock had a – had a very difficult night at that B-back position, and then we weren't able to, to get on the corner very often. Um, we talked about penalties and turnovers. You know, we lost in that aspect also with, with a couple of huge penalties that, that really hurt us, took us out of drives, and then, of course, the three turnovers. You're not going to beat that. You're not going to beat teams that you're better than if you turn, turn it over three times and you're minus three in the turnover battle. And, um, and we talked about... You know, being able to, uh, to, to to handle them. I didn't anticipate them being quite as fast and shifty as they were, but we had a hard time tackling them. And um, a lot of broken tackles. I'd be interested to know what that number is after they evaluate this film. Certainly. The Bulldogs fall tonight 27-6 to when you add it all up against South Florida. We'll come back with the game leaders from this one when we return on the Brown and Brown postgame show here from Raymond James Stadium on the Citadel Sports Network. Southern Lumber's where knowledge continues to be handed down from generation to generation for over 75 years. Attention to detail, quality products like Anderson Windows, and quality service is what they do. It's who they are. Stop by 2031 King Street and see for yourself what quality means at Southern Lumber and Anderson Windows. Southern Lumber, proudly serving the low country. pandemic all companies will be trying to save money the office people are here to help does your copier lease cost more than your car payment have you thought about replacing your office printers and copiers with newer faster even less expensive models with over 20 years of guiding and educating their customers in the business technology industry you can count on the office people to give you the most helpful tips to cut costs contact the office people today and save up to 30 percent on your copier costs call 843-769-7774 or visit theofficepeople.com to schedule a virtual appointment with home Smart from Home Telecom. You get the peace of mind of 24-7 security monitoring with the convenience of home automation starting at just $34.99 a month. Get smart control of lights, locks, appliances, thermostat, and more. No matter where you are, the power is in your hands. We call that home, away from home. Right now, save $50 on our most popular equipment package with free SkyBell doorbell. HomeSmart, home automation and security from Home Telecom. Visit HomeSC.com to learn more. From the beaches to the far reaches of the low country, when it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Rush to Jones Ford in North Charleston to save on your next newer pre-owned vehicle and trust the family with over 100 years of experience to care for your vehicle at our state-of-the-art service and collision center. When it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Jones Ford in North Charleston at the corner of Rivers and Remount, just off I-26, exit 211A. Visit us online at jonesford.com. Back on the Brown and Brown postgame show, time for tonight's game leaders as South Florida beats the Citadel 27-6 here in the season opener. South Florida used three different quarterbacks. Their starter, Jordan McLeod, went 11 for 16 with 68 passing yards and a touchdown. Leading rusher for the Bulls, they used 10 different ball carriers. Kelly Joyner led the way, eight carries, 87 yards, and a touchdown. Johnny Ford, nine carries, 71 yards. The Bulls averaged almost eight yards per carry tonight. And for South Florida, the leading receiver in terms of receptions, 
was St. Felix, who had four catches for only seven yards. They ran a few screens with him that didn't work. Bryce Miller, three catches, 36 yards for South Florida, and Devontae Dukes with the receiving touchdown. On the Citadel side, Brandon Rainey, four out of 18, throwing the football tonight, 84 yards with an interception. At one point there, had nine straight incompletions. Passing game was a struggle at times tonight. Rainey was the leading rusher for the Bulldogs, 20 carries, 65 yards. And in the passing game, Ryan McCarthy, two catches for 44 yards. Keith White, two catches, 40 yards. Other ball carriers, uh, carriers for the Citadel tonight, Riley Webb, two carries, 50 yards, and a couple of reverses. Keith White, nine attempts, 41 yards in his first game action as an A-back. Logan Bratt, first time as a B-back, 13 carries, 35 yards. Cooper Wallace in his first action as a A-back, five carries, 11 yards. Clay Harris, officially only one carry. I thought he had two. Either way, not many for Harris tonight. One carry, one yard officially. And Rick Hampton with a tough night, four carries for a total of minus three yards for the Bulldogs, who ran it 54 times, threw it for 18 times, averaged 3.7 yards per carry, and uh, just couldn't move the ball effectively enough as they fall tonight 27-6 to here against South Florida in Tampa. So the Bulldogs begin the season with the loss, dropping to 0-1. When we come back, we'll put a bow on this one. We'll also look ahead to uh, the Clemson game next week coming up as well, but we'll continue to break this down for you wrap it up, tell you what happened, why it happened, as the Bulldogs fall tonight 27-6 to against South Florida to begin their shortened 2020 fall campaign. We'll continue to break it down next on the Brown and Brown postgame show here from Tampa, Florida on the Citadel Sports Network. Ashley Home Store's Labor Day sale is now extended. It's your last chance to get up to 50% off or buy today and pay later with 0% interest for six years. Whether you're updating one room or your entire home, Find styles that fit your look and budget. Don't wait. These Labor Day furniture deals end Monday. Only at America's number one furniture and mattress store. Shop and save today at Ashley Home Store. This is home. Bulldog fans, this is Luke Morrow for the Citadel Brigadier Foundation. If you're already a member, thank you. But if you're an alum, friend, or fan of the Citadel who has yet to join, well, they'd love to talk to you about the benefits of supporting Citadel Athletics. Did you know the Citadel Brigadier Foundation is the only way Citadel raises money for athletic scholarships? Membership includes benefits to all sports at the Citadel, but best of all, it's about the student-athletes getting a Citadel education. So give them a call to find out more at 953-5277. That's 953-5277. When you're looking for a tractor package that does it all, turn to Sparrow and Kennedy. Get the 30 25e package with a John Deere compact tractor loaded up with a cutter, box blade, loader, and an 18-foot trailer for as low as $22,899 with 0% financing for 60 months. Plus, keep your investment protected with their six-year powertrain warranty because with Sparrow and Kennedy, you got this. Learn more at SparrowKennedy.com. Offer ends August 4th, 2020. Some restrictions apply. See dealers for details. Start with a foundation of toughness. Then add exceptional intelligence and dominating power. That's how you build a winner. And that's how Ford builds their lineup of vehicles with features like EcoBoost technology for a winning combination of power and performance. Another reason why Ford is America's best-selling brand 10 years in a row. Leaders aren't born, they're built. And in the Carolinas, they're built for victory. Learn more at buyfordnow.com or contact your Carolina Ford dealer today. Based on 2010 through 2019 calendar year sales.
and Brown postgame show here from Raymond James Stadium as the Bulldogs fall tonight 27-6 against South Florida at the beginning of the season. The Citadel struck first. It was a one-point game late into the first half. It was 20-6 at halftime in South Florida with the only points of the second half coming late in the fourth quarter. It remained 20-6 for a while, almost 30 minutes of game action. South Florida with the final exclamation point. They take it 27-6 tonight as the Bulldogs begin the season with a loss for the third straight year. And, Lee, we've already mentioned some of it, the difficulties the Bulldogs had tonight, whether it was the turnovers, some poor tackling, uh, the passing game struggled at times. But overall, when you, you saw this Bulldog team tonight with their first game of the season, and after everything that they've gone through these last couple of months, what were your main takeaways or impression from this team here tonight against South Florida? Uh, it, it looked like a first game for us. It, it looked like a first game for South Florida, too. I think they figured out they could run the football on us effectively, and they just were satisfied with doing that. Uh, I felt like take away the freak uh, touchdown uh, with the the weird punt down there, the, the last six, seven, eight minutes of that second quarter is what turned the whole game for us. Uh, we're sitting there with a 7-6 game. Uh, they they end up getting the, the the really cheap touchdown down there with mm-hmm. the with the punt situation, got a short field and, and then able to punch in another one before uh, the half and really kind of put us in a situation that I didn't feel like we deserved to be in. I thought we played better than that. Um, I think this team's you know this is going to be a, such an unusual year because we're playing three FBS schools, we're playing one school at our level. And, uh, you know, but it helps to stretch. It helps to reach. I think this game will help the Willie Eubankses of the world. Um, he was all over the field tonight. I'm not sure what his final stats were, but he, but he uh, had a good ball game. He, he showed up well. He ran well. He was able to, to get to some of those faster receivers. Um, and I think we'll learn from this. Hopefully, you know, we'll see some improvement going into next week. But, um, you know, you're playing probably the best team in the country next week, too. Yeah that uh, probably defends us as well or better than anybody that we've played in the last 25 years. So um, it's going to be a tough week uh, for head coach Brent Thompson and, and his coaching staff to, 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 to pull the positives from this and try to build a game plan that uh, we think can maybe be successful up there in Death Valley next week. And we'll preview that game coming up uh, in our final segment here in just a moment against the Clemson Tigers next week. By the way, Willie Eubanks, Leading the Bulldogs with 12 tackles tonight, three behind the line of scrimmage, and a sack as well. And then Sean Thomas Faulkner, 10 tackles, two behind the line of scrimmage, and Marquise Blunt, seven tackles, three behind the line of scrimmage with a sack as well. Those are your leading tacklers for the Citadel tonight. Bulldogs fall tonight 27-6 against South Florida. It doesn't get any easier from here. A week from today, they'll be taking on the number one team in the country on the road, the Clemson Tigers, 4 o'clock next Saturday. When we come back on the Brown and Brown postgame show, We'll get you ready for that one. The Citadel's second game of the fall coming up a week from today against number one ranked Clemson Tigers. But first, this final word from your local sponsors all across the Citadel Sports Network. Kicking chicken in your car, kicking chicken at the bar, kicking chicken from afar, kicking chicken six feet apart. Winter, spring, summer, fall from the coolest doctor of them all. Kicking chicken, safe and social since 1997. Kicking chicken! If you know she's the perfect one, Let us help you create the perfect ring. At Scatel's Manufacturing Jewelers, we're your full-service jewelry manufacturer. You see, we eliminate the middleman and create your special ring all on site. And with our free diamond seminar and vast loose diamond selection, you're assured of the right decision while getting the best value. Scatel, you lover. Scatel's Manufacturing Jewelers. Locally owned. 
in Mount Pleasant and Charleston. Is your grass just not growing? Charleston's climate can be challenging. Too much heat, too much shade, soil issues, and dogs tearing up your yard. ProGreen customers are switching to turf because they've already tried resodding their lawn two, three, or four more times with no success. They're sick of the effort, of the eyesore, of the mental energy. They just want a nice-looking lawn they don't have to worry about. Start winning your weekends by making the switch to ProGreen Synthetic Turf. Visit ProGreen.com backslash Charleston and schedule a free estimate today. We know your best days include salty skin and a trip to the market in your flip-flops and that on Saturdays, you lift heavy. And we know your relationship with that bridge is kind of complicated. If pain or injuries are making you miss out, Roper St. Francis Orthopedics can help with online scheduling, same-day appointments, and the state's most experienced team. We make it easier to get back to living your best days. Call 833-660-HURT. If it's a car in a ditch or a car with funny noises under the hood, make that one call to fix it all. Call Toby at Coastal Automotive in Awendon, a full-service preventive and auto repair center that also offers affordable towing service. Coastal Automotive. Back at Raymond James Stadium here in Tampa, Florida on the Brown and Brown postgame show. The Bulldogs fall tonight 27-6 against South Florida to begin their 2020 season. And it certainly does not get any easier from here. The Bulldogs will hit the road once again next week and take on the number one ranked Clemson Tigers. Four o'clock kickoff. Coverage will begin at three o'clock right here. However, you've listened to this one today. And uh, the Bulldogs will go in trying to find their first win of the year against Clemson after losing 61-3 in their last matchup with the Tigers in 2017 so for the bulldogs certainly some things to clean up today but you know then you look uh, on the on deck circle and have to worry about the best team in the country next week and try to do it against a week from today well i I will say this you know as a as a player and everybody on on our team thinks they should have been recruited recruited by the clemson's or the carolinas or the south florida's or the, the whoever of the world so you you enjoy playing in these games. You enjoy strapping it on and, and going out there and, and seeing how you match up with these guys. Um, the challenge we're going to have is they've got two Heisman Trophy candidates yep. that they're going to make sure they get their stats. Um, much the same way that they've done tonight playing against Wake Forest. I think Trevor's thrown for 350-something and ATN's over 100 yards. So you got to expect that. But we just got to go out and compete and try to do what we do. And... Um, and, and, and try to get better because, obviously, you still got a couple of more games to play. And, and if you look at it this way, they're still talking about trying to play spring football. Now, I'm one of those guys that don't think that there's going to be much of a chance to do that. But if they somehow do find a way to do that, this is the best experience that you could possibly gain. And, and there's only a couple of teams in the Southern Conference that are playing any game. So you look at it like that and it is a way to grow your team. It's almost like an elongated and, and, and uh, spring practice on steroids, more or less, although the games do count. So there's a lot of positives that come from it, um, along with the guys getting a chance to showcase their talents. Again, the, the guys that, that, that we have that might be able to play at that next level, the Willie Eubankses and those of the world, this is probably the best-case scenario for them because they get to play against three uh, FBS opponents, and if they can have the – you know, we, we've never played against three no. in one year. We played against two. Um, mostly back in the early 80s. We used to do it all the time back when I played in the early 80s. Um, but they got away from that. Uh, but, but playing against three, 
you don't have to wonder does the talent match up. So um, in that respect, I think it, it's good for uh, some of the guys on our team and for our, for our whole team because you can see what the ne- next level is. And we'll be there for it. Four o'clock kickoff a week from today, next Saturday at uh, Clemson's Place. Coverage will begin at 3 o'clock, however you have been listening to this one. That'll do it for the Brown and Brown postgame show. Remember, at Brown and Brown in Charleston, former South Carolina quarterback Perry Orth and former Clemson quarterback Donnie McElveen can lead you in your next insurance play for personal and business insurance decisions. So give them a call, 843-572-4567. Brown and Brown bringing you the postgame show here each and every week following the Bulldogs games. In this case, a 27-6 loss against South Florida tonight to begin the 2020 fall season. And the Bulldogs start the year 0-1 for the third straight season. Jeff Scott wins his debut as head coach of the Bulls. They take on Notre Dame next week. And the uh, Citadel will travel to Clemson, as mentioned, take on the number one team in the country a week from today. But the first one in the books, 27 loss, 27-6 loss tonight against South Florida. For my partner, Citadel Hall of Famer Lee Glaze, I'm Luke Morrow wishing you a happy rest of your weekend from Raymond James Stadium here in Tampa, Florida. The Bulldogs fall tonight 27-6 against South Florida. We'll be there next week, 4 o'clock kickoff against the number one ranked Clemson Tigers with coverage beginning at 3 o'clock right here on the Citadel Sports Network.